Part One, Chapter Two of the Gentlemen and Ladies' Book of Politeness and Propriety of Deportment. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jolie O'Dell. The Gentlemen and Ladies' Book of Politeness and Propriety of Deportment by Elizabeth Selnar. Chapter Two, of Propriety of Conduct in Relation to Domestic Duties. Since we admit that there are duties of propriety relative to piety, there are also duties relative to filial piety, that other worship, that familiar veneration of the deity whom our parents represent on earth. The most sublime, the most touching remarks of religion and of nature unite in commanding us to love and honor those from whom we have received life. We shall not offend our readers by supposing it requisite to insist upon the necessity of fulfilling a duty which is felt by all correct minds and all good hearts. The custom has prevailed of addressing the father and mother in the second person. This mark of great confidence and affectionate freedom ought never to degenerate into an offensive familiarity. We ought always to address them in a respectful and kind tone, to anticipate them in everything, to ask their advice to receive their reproofs with submission, to be silent with regard to the errors they may commit, to show them a lively gratitude on every occasion, in short, whatever advantage you have over them, be careful to conceal it, and consider them always your superiors, your benefactors, and your guides. Besides the daily marks of deference which we should show our parents, there are other particular attentions for which our affection should seek every occasion. At certain periods, such as the new year, the birthday, or day of baptism, we should offer them tender congratulations or ingeniously devised presents. We are not allowed to dispense with these delicate attentions. If you have success in the sciences or arts, make appropriate presents to those from whom you have derived the benefits of your education. If you are separated from your father and mother, write to them frequently. Let your style be impressed with a devoted affection repeat more particularly at the end of your letters the sentiments of respect and of love with which you should be inspired and as to what your uncles aunts brothers sisters and cousins require of you you will know what are the duties of propriety in that respect if you feel how dear family ties are you will show towards some a respectful and towards others a friendly politeness they should claim on every occasion your first visits and your first attentions you should identify yourself with them in all their prosperity or adversity, invite them above all others to fetes and meetings at your house, unless when you assemble a party on a special occasion at which they would be entire strangers. You should always take care to invite your relations by themselves from time to time, to prove that you have no intention of slighting them. You may be more intimate with some of your family, and give them particular proofs of affection, but in these meetings you will do well to abstain from every act of preference. Without being at all wanting in cordiality, a little more ceremony should be used toward your relations by marriage, to whom you do indeed owe as much respect as to your own relations. End of Part 1, Chapter 2, Recording by Jolie O'Dell